0: This is Talking Too Little with Rachel Edmonds. Rachel, are you talking to yourself again? Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking Too Little with your host, me, Rachel Edmonds. I'm so grateful that you're back and listening Um Thank you so much for all the positive feedback and the kind words that I received after my last podcast that honestly made my heart so happy. So thank you and keep it coming. If you have alternate views or a different perspective than I do, I would love to hear from you. I'll link my email in the um in the little bio for this week and I'd love to hear any feedback or any thoughts that you have or any Potential topics that you want me to cover. Um, I'm excited to have this podcast as a way to um, open different discussions. So, this week I was reflecting on the questions that are asked in every single class at the beginning of each semester. Have you noticed that at the beginning of each class that you take, Your professor says, all right, I know you've done this in your other courses, but we're going to get to know each other. And they'll ask questions like, what's your name? Where are you from? What are some of your hobbies? Have you traveled anywhere cool? Um, One of my professors asked us to share a cool experience that happened during Christmas break. I mean, there's so many questions that we often ask and answer especially at the beginning of the semester and when we're meeting someone new. It's that small talk discussion, right? Who are you? Where are you from? Did you serve a mission? If so, where? Did you go and live somewhere else? What are you studying? All those good things. And while those questions are important, it got me wondering who we are, right? All of those questions are about who we are as people. And sometimes, I don't know about the rest of you, but I feel defined by those things. Like, oh, I'm an elementary education major. So, yeah, I might have, I have to read children's books throughout the semester while as, I don't know, someone else studying biology might have to do more math and more science classes than I do. Or I might think about my GPA, right? Or I might think about where I'm from. Like some people when they'll say, Oh, I'm from New York. Be like, Oh, I'm just from Utah. But really, that is part of who I am. That's part of why I am the way that I am was where I grew up. So I started thinking this week about why we ask those questions and how it helps us define ourselves. Who are you? Who really are you? Oftentimes, I think we also define ourselves by our gender, our religion, our sexuality, our race. And my question is, how do those things define you? And is that really an essential part of who you are? Is that important to you? For others, it might be more important than for you. So that's my question this week. Who are you? I had the awesome opportunity to go to the Martin Luther King Jr. Community Outreach Day at BYU on Monday for the holiday. And if you weren't able to attend, please, please go next year. It was amazing. They had the Bonner family come, Um, Deborah and Harry Bonner come, and they were the keynote speakers They gave us free breakfast, and then they had tons of sign-ups where we could sign up for a community project for an hour for that day, and it was so fulfilling, and it also gave me a lot of time to reflect on Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. He really emphasized service and about ways that we can improve the world by peaceful encounters and through conversation. Well, in this event, I went to a QA session with Harry and Deborah Bonner. And if you don't know who Harry and Deborah Bonner they are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they are also part of a very famous, like well-known family musical group known as the Bonner Family. Both Harry and Deborah and their kids have produced lots of music on YouTube. I'll link their YouTube channel um, in this episode's info. But I have always loved their music, and I've always loved this family, and they are also a black family in Utah. They raised their kids in Utah, and they were able to answer questions at this Monday's event about how we can participate in anti-racism, but also how we can... Speak up and stand up for what's right. What I loved and what I took away was not only that we need to speak up and say something when something's not right, but we also need to have diverse voices in our lives. So let me ask you, are the people that you follow on your Instagram and your Facebook or even the people that you interact with most in your life, are they the same as you? Are they in the same major? Are they in the same religion? Are they the same race? Are they the same sexuality as you? Or do you interact with a variety, of, a variety of people? People of a different sexual orientation or people of a different race, people of a different major, people who grew up somewhere different than you. I believe that it's so important to have diverse voices in your life. We don't learn anything if we stay in our comfort zone, which usually looks like, you know, what we are. (laughs) For me, it's a white female member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's my norm. That's part of how I define myself. But there are so many incredible things to be heard by people of a different race than me, of a different sexual orientation, and especially a different religion. So part of knowing who we are is finding out different perspectives in life. What different viewpoints have you heard recently? And do we immediately shun them and say, no, that's not right, that's not what I believe? Or do we listen and give place and give voice to lived experiences that people have? My goal is to give space for lived experiences of all kinds and to give a listening ear to each of those, especially those of a different culture, of a different background, a different orientation than I am. Because that's how I learn. I've never experienced what it feels like to be homosexual. I define myself as a heterosexual. And because of that, I don't know what it feels like, so I want to give place and pass the microphone to those who, who have those feelings. Do you hear and give space for lived experiences that are different than yours? But the main thing that kind of prompted this podcast episode this week was the fact that the biggest part of our identity is our divine identity. Identity. Now, I know that some of you listening to this podcast might be of completely different religions or might be atheists or might be, um, or don't have a belief in God. And that's beautiful. And I hope that you'll share that with me. For me and in my life, what I believe so strongly is that we are children of a living God. And as children of a living God, we are most precious and valuable and special to our brother and Redeemer Jesus Christ, and that's all that matters. Harriet and Deborah Bonner in this um, Q and A that they that they um, gave towards the BYU community on on Monday, they talked about how we are children of God, and so that means that no matter what anyone else thinks, that is all that matters. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of us because we are children of God, and when you truly believe that. When I truly believe that, I care less about what other people think about me. For example, I was thinking this week a lot about the LGBTQ community and how I can give more space for them in my church, but also in my community and in my own personal life. I believe that Jesus would sit by those who were minorities He would sit by those who were cast out, whether by family or by friends. And I want to do the same. I want to give place for those who might have a different sexual orientation than I do. But I was thinking about putting a rainbow flag pin on my backpack (laughs) to show that I'm a safe place and I'm an ally for the LGBTQ community but I got so nervous as I started putting it on my bag. And it seems so silly, right? Like why Why does it matter if I put this little pin on my bag? And for me, it matters because I want to be able to show that, that I am an ally and that, that people can come up and talk to me if they need someone to talk to. But I got so nervous because of what people that I love and the people that are surrounding me, people at BYU might think, and I thought, This is a problem (laughs) because I care more about what other people think of me than I do about helping God's children feel loved and accepted for who they are. So what's most important to me? I want to get to a point in my life where I care less about what people think and care more about what God thinks. And God loves his children. So I will love his children. There's a scripture I love in 1 Nephi chapter eleven seventeen, And this scripture is coming from a book called the Book of Mormon, which is another testament of Jesus Christ. It's similar to the Bible, but it takes place in the American continent instead of the Middle East, and like Jerusalem and Bethlehem where Christ grew up. In this verse, Nephi is a prophet in the Americas before Christ comes, and he says, I don't know the meaning of all things. Well, he says, I know God loveth his children. Nevertheless, I do not know the meaning of all things. Let me say that again. I know that God loveth his children. Nevertheless, I do not know the meaning of all things. There are so many confusing voices out there. We live in a world that we don't really know what's true or what's false. There's false news all the time, and there's there's seems to be more emphasis sometimes in the news on things that are happen, happening negatively in the world because sometimes that seems more interesting than the positive. But what I base my faith around is the fact that Jesus Christ is real. I believe in him, and I've had experiences where I've felt that there is another power beyond my own. I know that God loveth his children. Nevertheless, I do not know the meaning of all things. I don't know all the answers that people seek who are LGBTQ. I don't know all the answers of why the Church of Jesus Christ of Our Day Saints have had um, imperfect people do imperfect things. I don't know why. I don't know why there is racism in the world. I don't know why it still hasn't been solved. Nevertheless, I know God loveth his children. I know he loves them. And we are most precious and valuable to him. Every single one of us. So it's not my place to choose who God loves or not. Because he loves us all. And he wants all of us to return to him. I don't comprehend it, but I believe that it's true. And that's my little faith snippet for this week. Again, if you do not believe in God, celebrate that. Tell me more about that. But as for me, I believe in a God. I believe in a power other than my own who wants me. And when I truly believe that, and when I truly believe that about others, that affects how I treat my fellow men. Jesus said in the Bible, Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. Let us be peacemakers. Speak up if something doesn't seem right. Be an ally, be an advocate for God's children. He has made each of us the way we are for a reason. Do you know who you are? And if you don't, I... I invite you to do something that I did and that I continue to do. Whether or not you believe in a God, ask, ask. Ask who's ever up there. For me, it's my Heavenly Father. For you, it might look something different. Ask, are you real? And who am I in your eyes? Jesus would sit by those who are cast out, those who are the minorities, and I will too. Not because I feel an obligation to, but because talk to people and you'll see how powerful lived experiences are when they are heard. Talk to people other than your own inner circle and you'll see how much better and more inclusive and more supportive you will become. I know that God loveth his children. Nevertheless, I do not know the meaning of all things. I am so grateful to know who I am. So, who are you?